Welcome to the lesson of the day. And um, we are in the in the forgiveness in the what is forgiveness lessons of A Course in Miracles. And um, at first, um, when you start looking at what forgiveness is, it will be uh, probably necessarily from a perspective that there is something to forgive. Because that's how you've been thinking of forgiveness and maybe you still do. That there is something that you have to do or that it has something to do with what is to be forgiven. But if you really look at it, and this is why we keep looking at it, we keep looking at it, we keep looking at it, is that finally forgiveness has to do with how you see yourself. Forgiveness is a recognition of yourself. It doesn't have anything to do with anything outside you. It doesn't have anything to do with what you are forgiving. Or what you think you are forgiving. It has to do with how you recognize yourself. As what do you recognize yourself? How do you see yourself? And so um, I'm not trying to explain anything here. It is, um, of course, the miracles presents you with lessons and practices to that allow you that give you a possibility of. Um, let, me, let me put it this way, to begin to, th to, to have, a, have a chance to change your mind about yourself. To um, again become aware of what you truly are. That is what forgiveness is. And that awareness of what you are is, is available to you at this very instant. It is not so that you uh, are not aware of what you are. It is not that you have to uh, go through this thick book to get there. Or that you have to have uh, long years of practice. This is available to you right away. This is available to you right now. 
the only the only thing that is in the way if there is not that experience of what you truly are is you you are the only one who presents an obstacle you could say if there is an obstacle but there isn't any and I'm just speaking these words but um, we're going to use some uh, maybe read some a few things that um, we'll use the lesson of the day but we'll use uh, we'll use some other things as well so what I'll do is I'll just um, I'll tell you what the lesson of the day is and then I'll go back to a few things that I'd like to read first to give you a little sort of context so that you can um, that your understanding because this is what we're looking for your understanding of what you are your experience of what you are becomes available to you and forgiveness becomes natural because it is natural okay the lesson for today is lesson 228 God has condemned me not no more do I and the first sentence is my father knows my holiness okay my father knows my holiness Okay, maybe I should read the whole lesson because otherwise you maybe lose uh, track of the lesson. And let, it is about the, this is about the lesson of the day. So why don't we just read it? Lesson two twenty eight. God has not has condemned me not. No more do I. My Father knows my holiness, and we're going to read about holiness a little bit. Shall I deny His knowledge and believe? in what his knowledge makes impossible shall I accept as true what he proclaims as false these are questions that you can ask yourself does it make any sense to deny if if God knows my holiness and then you can wonder okay what does that mean what does my holiness mean? But if he knows my holiness, shall I deny his knowledge and believe in what his knowledge makes impossible? Shall I accept as true what he proclaims as false? Or shall I take his word for what I am? Since he is my creator and the one who knows the true condition of his son. This would have to be right now God would have to know you right now if he is what everything is it is not possible that he does not know um, your holiness if he is what he is if he is what he says he is you can say well I don't experience this I don't know this I uh, um, I don't accept it as true it doesn't make it less true and we're going to look at 150 lesson 152 maybe also a little bit that the power of decision is your own father this is the prayer father I was mistaken 
in myself because I failed to re realize the source from which I came. I have not left that source to enter in a body and to die. My holiness remains as part of me as I am part of you. And my mistakes about myself are dreams. I let them go today and I stand, to, I st and I stand ready to receive your word alone for what I really am. So the lesson for today is really a lesson in acceptance of the truth of what we are and not accept anything else. And the um, Okay, the recognition of my mistakes. My mistakes about myself are dreams. I let them go today. There is a necessity to let go what is not true. Enough for the dream and it's all a dream, it's an illusion, the world is an illusion. What about it? Why, why, are, you considering the, why are you considering it at all? Why are you talking about it as if it is something? You talk about, and I'm just saying this because I, I've done this myself. You talk about the dream as if it is something. Something that you are dealing with. You have to deal with it. And you say, I am waking up from the dream. Or I, will, I want to wake up from the dream. Why are you not awake? Why are you dealing with the dream? Why are you not letting it go? Why are you holding on to the dream? If it's a dream, you could say, well, you know, it's a dream and uh, I'm now in a happy dream. Why? If it's a dream, why would you want that? Why would you, why do you keep, um, this is a question, I'm just, it becomes, at some point, it becomes ridiculous. You have to start treating the dream as a dream. Okay, part of that may be that you begin to recognize who's the dreamer. Because you can say, well, I'm in a dream. Well, who is in the dream? Is it uh, you? Or is it, are you a figure in the dream? Or are you dreaming the dream? This is in the, in the, this is in the text, isn't it? And, you know, Jesus says very emphatically, like, hey, you have to come to some recognition that you are but this, this requires some introspection, maybe. That you, that you start thinking about these things. Like, who is actually dreaming this? I'm just throwing out stuff, you know, to get our minds to a place where we can begin to see I mean, okay, the master teacher is very emphatic always in his saying, hey, you're the cause of this. That's, 
and that's that's very th that may be threatening and offensive because well you know i'm the cause of this of all this of this world of everything that i see the pain the sickness the death the horrible things i'm the cause of that But my Father knows my holiness. Your holiness, this is what forgiveness really means. The acceptance of yourself as the wholeness of what you are. In that, there is, um, you don't have to, you begin to recognize that you were mistaken about what you were. And that that is what made you aware of all these things and that they're not true that's why I'm going to read lesson 152 again because it is it it, it looks like it's giving you a choice like oh I have the power to decide we're going to see what that means but first I'm not trying to tell you anything I'm just we're just opening this up to uh, because every time we come in here into this it is a new moment this is a required course only the time you take it is voluntary free will does not mean that you can establish the curriculum it's not like you're on a path to enlightenment there is no path there is no spiritual path if you ever if you heard that, it's bullshit. <laughs> there is no spiritual being. There is no such thing as, I come to enlightenment. I have been on this path for the last 20 years. Why are you not awake? Why are you still struggling? I'm not saying that the struggle that you may be experiencing is not valuable or that it's not what is happening to you. I'm not denying that at all. But this is why this course is a, is a course in seeing, in a, in, in, a, in, a, in a different way of seeing. But not in a way of seeing what you see. It is a way of looking at yourself. That is what, we, that is what forgiveness is. I'm looking at you because you're the new person in the room. I said this last week too. So I apologize for that. Thank you for being, by the way, and allowing me to do this. Okay, let's, um, it says here, my father knows my holiness. And I was, uh, and then let's go to lesson 36, or, and, and 35, because it deals with holiness. Lesson, the first paragraphs of lesson 35 say, and lesson 35 is, my mind is part of God's, I am very holy. And remember the lesson for today, God has condemned me not, no more do I. So if he has not condemned me, why would I still do that? Today's idea my mind is part of God's, I am very holy, does not describe the way you see yourself now. 
It does, however, describe what vision will show you. It is difficult for anyone who thinks he is in this world to believe this of himself. Yet the reason he thinks he is in this world is because he does not believe it. I'll read it again. Today's idea does not describe the way you see yourself now, that your mind is part of God's I am very holy. It does, however, describe what vision will show you, that your mind is part of God's and that you are very holy. It is difficult for anyone who thinks he is in this world to believe this of himself. You will think you, will, you are something else. You think you are a body in a world uh, of figures and things and everything happening to you. Yet the reason he thinks he is in this world is because he doesn't believe it. So the reason why you do not believe that... Um, okay. Because you do not believe that you are, my, your mind is part of God's and that you are very holy is the reason why you're here. It is an active decision. It is, you're actively, in that sense, you're actively denying your true position. Can you see that? It is a position. You are in a position where you are not aware of this, that your mind is part of God's and that you're very holy. You are actively denying it and um, you're saying, uh, you say, you wonder, why am I here? Why am I here? Here's the answer. The reason you think you're in this world is because you don't believe that you're part of God's and that your mind is very holy. You will believe that you are part of where you think you are. And there is no way around this. Because you think you are here, you will believe that you're here. And there is no, we're not taking that, that belief is very strong. You are using all the power in the universe to do that. That is because you surround yourself with the environment you want. And you want it to protect the image of yourself that you have made. The image par is part of this environment. What you see while you believe you are in it is seen through the eyes of the image. This is not vision. Images cannot see. And this is already pointing you or directing you to your true position. The position from where you are asked to look. My mind is part of God's. I am very holy. And then there's in that lesson all these practices where you say to yourself, hey, I see myself as imposed on. I see myself as depressed. I see myself as, fall, as failing. I'm endangered. I'm helpless. I'm losing out. And even... I see myself as lovely or as virtuous. I think I'm a wonderful person. I'm wonderful. But hey, listen, that's not the truth of you. It is the reason why you think you're here. The truth of you is, my mind is part of God's. I am very holy. 
that's your true position. And then, lesson 36, my holiness envelops everything I see. And let's remember the first lesson of the les uh, sentence of the lesson for today. My father knows my holiness. My, my father knows my holiness. And the question is, the questions are, why don't you know? Why don't you accept it? Today's idea, my holiness envelops everything I see, extends the idea for yesterday from the perceiver to the perceived. So what you perceive, what you see is also holy. You are, you are holy because your mind is part of God's. And because you are holy, your sight must be holy as well. Again, because you are holy, your sight must be holy as well. So everything you look on is holy because you are. That's the truth. That's the truth of you. Sinless means without sin. You cannot be without sin a little. You are sinless or not. If your mind is part of God's, you must be sinless. Or a part of His mind would be sinful. Your sight is related to His holiness, not to your ego, and therefore not to your body. So your sight, your vision, the place from which you are looking is um, God's holiness. But this is, okay, and so the, the problem, you might say, is that you are looking from the wrong place. You are looking from a place from where sin has entered in. And we're going to read what is forgiveness now, I guess. Because that's what this lesson is about. It is going to help you to not forgive something else, but forgive yourself for a mistake that you made about what you truly are and um, that has no consequence. And this is why I started to say, when you begin to look from this new perspective, um, you're in a much better position to let the dream go. This is why I started to say, you pay attention, you say, oh, it's a dream. But you, you pay attention to it as if it were real. It is not real. It's not real because it's a dream. Okay, what is forgiveness? Forgiveness recognizes what you thought your brother did to you has not occurred. It does not pardon sins and make them real. 
it sees there was no sin. And in that view, it's a view, it's a view, it's a way of looking. In that view are all your sins forgiven. It has something to do with your holiness, with the wholeness of you. That's the truth of you. And nothing else is true. You can pass it by. You don't have to, you don't have to go there to make it real and then deal with it. Yeah, but what about it? What about this? What about that? What about it? What is sin except a false idea about God's Son? It's a false idea about yourself. It's a false idea about your brother. It's the idea that you are separate from your brother and that something could have been done. Okay. Forgiveness merely sees its falsity and therefore lets it go. What then is free to take its place is now the will of God. And that's a real thing. That is available to you right now. That is available to you in every instant. Only the time you take it is voluntary. An unforgiving thought is one which makes a judgment Wow. An unforgiving thought is one which makes a judgment that it will not raise to doubt, although it is not true. Wow. I'm going to play a song for a second because I want to just... Uh, uh, get the, get to this in a particular way, and I just have to see how how to do that. Let's have uh, let me see. Let's have this. I walk with per with God in perfect holiness. That's a good song. Just look, just look.
presence is so holy that the world is sanctified Because of you all things that live bring gifts to you And offer them in gratitude and gladness at your The scent of flowers is their gift to you The waves bow down before you And the trees extend their arms To shield you from the heat I walk with God in perfect holiness I like the one I light my mind and all the minds which God created one
So, um, so this forgiveness uh, lesson that we are now reading is really, if you really look at it, and we're going to look at it, is really a lesson in recognizing yourself, which is possible here and now. As we are sitting here, we have this opportunity in this instant, which is the only instant there is, um, this is a holy instant of release, as we, I th we let, uh, read less yesterday, that as you are sitting here, the amazing thing is you can really recognize yourself. If you're just for one moment willing to drop this, these ideas that you have about yourself, And it's a real thing, you, because you are going to be you. You're not going to be something else. You're just going to be you. I mean, let's look at it. What happens if you let go for one second the idea that you're a body? in your mind. Let's, let's just do that. Just let go of the idea or of your past or of your future, your, which is what your dreams are. Your, your thought of judgment. Are you still here? Are you still here? Or what? Where did you go? Did you disappear? An unforgiving thought is one which makes a judgment that it will not raise the doubt, although it is not true. The mind is closed and will not be released. The thought protect, protects projection, tightening its chains so that distortions are more veiled and more obscure, less easily accessible to doubt and further kept from reason. What can come between a fixed projection and the aim that it has chosen as its wanted goal? Whew. 
There's nothing that can, can come in between that. That's right. It is your idea about yourself. It is your mistake. It's a false idea. It's what sin is. It is, well, you can say, well, it, uh, an unforgiving thought, I'm, I have not forgiven my brother. I'm, I ha no, it is really a thought that you have about yourself. Every judgment is, is, a, is a thought about yourself. Every thought that you think you have, of which you are aware, is in that sense an unforgiving thought in which you separate yourself from what everything is. That's a mistake. That's the false idea you have. And this is why you see your, yourself and your, uh, as someone else and your brother as someone else. This is why your brother becomes your enemy. This is why you think that your brother does something to you. An unforgiving thought does many things. In frantic action, it pursues its goal, twisting and overturning what it sees and interfering with its chosen path. Distortion is its purpose and the means by which it would accomplish it as well. It sets about its furious attempts to smash reality without concern for anything that would appear to pose a contradiction to its point of view. Forgiveness, on the other hand, is still and quietly does nothing. It offends no aspect of reality and see, nor seeks to twist it to appearances it likes. It merely looks and waits and judges not. He who would not forgive must judge, for he must justify his failure to forgive. But he who would forgive himself must learn to welcome truth exactly as it is. Do nothing then, and let forgiveness show you what to do. Through him who is your guide, your savior and protector, strong in hope and certain of your ultimate success. He has forgiven you already, for such is his function given him by God. Now must you share his function and forgive whom he has share, saved, whose sinlessness he sees, and whom he honors as the Son of God. You are forgiving yourself. And I'm, words are... You, this is really... Reading this is... Um, we're not trying to explain this. This is what you have to come to experience for yourself. A, really, a, a real experience of yourself. Where you, where you welcome truth exactly as it is and you don't twist anything. You're still and quietly do nothing. It merely looks and waits and judges not. Wow.
and the lesson for today, my God, uh, God has condemned me not. No more do I. And um, in that lesson in itself, like uh, you, as you, uh, I always remember when I read this, I'm reminded of the first sentence of uh, chapter 13, the guiltless world. If you did not feel guilty, you would not attack. You could not attack because condemnation is the root of attack. You feel guilty, and this is why you attack. It is because you have condemned yourself. That's what you're not going to do anymore. You're going to accept your holiness. Because God knows your holiness. Words begin to fail entirely. You have to come to your own personal experience here of what you are. Wow. Okay, I was. I said I was going to um, li uh, to go to what lesson one fifty two. But I uh, first, maybe just uh, the the introduction to uh, reason and perception. Because um, it says something about projection, and this is what we just read, is uh, about forgiveness, how forgiveness. An unforgiving thought, whatever that is, it's probably every thought you have, of which you are aware, um, where he says, um, The mind is, okay, the, the thought prote protects projection, tightening its chains so that distortions are more veiled and more obscure, less easily accessible to doubt and further kept from reason. Sorry, it's 21. I'm going to read from 21 now. Yeah. Um, projection makes perception. The world you see is what you gave it, nothing more than that. But though it is no more than that, it is not less. Therefore to you it is important. It is the witness to your state of mind, the outside picture of an inward condition. As a man thinketh, so does he perceive. Therefore, seek not to change the world, but choose to change your mind about the world. Perception is a result and not a cause. And that is why order of difficulty in miracles is meaningless. Everything looked upon with vision is healed and holy. Nothing perceived without it means anything. And where there is no meaning, 
there is chaos. So the forgiveness of yourself is really um, when he says, okay, do nothing then. Forgiveness does nothing. It looks and waits and judges not. This is your, this is where, what I was saying, I was talking about your position. This is where you look from the position that you really have, from the position of your holiness. That's where, so you don't deal with your dreams. You don't, you don't try to change everything or fix anything or... You don't pray to God to deal with it. You, say, you don't say, God, help me solve this problem. God does not know about your problem. You know about your problem. But now you are forgiving yourself. Damnation is your judgment on yourself. And this you will project upon the world. See it as damned, and all you see is what you hurt, what you did to hurt the Son of God. If you behold disaster and catastrophe, you try to crucify Him. If you see holiness and hope, you join the will of God to set Him free. That's the lesson for today. God has condemned me not, no more do I. It's arrogance to see to think that you condemn yourself that you could condemn yourself when God does not. There is no choice that lies between these two decisions. If you see holiness and hope, you join the will of God to, send him, to set him free. There is no choice that lies between these two decisions. And you will see the witness to the choice you made and learn from this to recognize which one you chose. So, this is a cool sentence. There is no choice that lies between these two decisions. It's not that there's other choices that you can make. The only choice that you can see is if you behold disaster and catastrophe, you, try, you, you can be sure that you tr try to crucify yourself or the Son of God. If you, if you see holiness and hope, you join the will of God to set him free. The world you see but shows you how much joy you have allowed yourself to see in you and to accept as yours. And if this is its meaning, 
to show you how much joy you have accepted. You have allowed yourself to see you in you. Then the power to give it joy must lie within you. This is what you this is what your function is to give it joy to demonstrate joy. Talking about your problems is not giving joy. Thinking about your problems is not helpful. Thinking about or talking about I have problems is not helpful. You're dreaming. It's not true. It's not true. Yeah, but what about? What about it? Let them go, your dreams. Let them go today. Let them go today. Let whatever you're holding on to, whatever you think you are, whatever your past, whatever your future, whatever it is, let it go today. And you don't even have to know how to do that. And I stand ready to receive your word alone for what I really am. I was Father, and this is the prayer which we end. We haven't read 152, but we'll do that another time. Father, I was mistaken in myself because I failed to realize the source from which I came. This is where I truly am. This is my source. I have not left that source to enter in a body and to die. You're not a body, you cannot die. My holiness remains as part of me. My holiness remains a part of me. As I am part of you, Father. And my mistakes about myself our dreams. I let them go today. Right now, here, as you are sitting here, you're letting them go. And I stand ready to receive your word alone for what I really am. In that letting go, and we have to, we, ha we are going to leave you because we're going to watch the Master Teacher video but in that letting go, you are given the word of God of what you are. God takes the final step and shows you that what you are is true. So you have no excuses anymore. Okay? Complain... Uh, Go and complain somewhere else, okay? You don't have to complain. You're
You're good. Okay? I love you all. Thank you very much for showing up here and joining us here also online. And here we go. You have been listening to Voice from Heaven live in the Miracles Healing Center. Remember that God's voice speaks to you all through the day, that God goes with you wherever you go, and that God is the mind with which you think. God bless us, everyone.